welcome to The Prosper Project, the show that helps entrepreneurs build brands that impact the world and the bottom line. We know that success doesn't come in a one-size-fits-all package. That's why we're bringing you adaptable marketing strategies along with valuable insights from inspiring changemakers, firebrands, and visionaries. I'm Lorraine Sugart, founder of the disruptive brand agency, Prosper for Purpose. Now for this week's episode. Welcome back to another episode of The Prosper Project, where today we're going to dig into identity, influence, and impact. So this is based off a presentation I gave last week at Women's Entrepreneurship Day, which is a worldwide movement, and I am really honored and proud to be the ambassador for Ohio. And so we gathered close to 100 women for a Women's Entrepreneurship Day Summit focused around the theme of metamorphosis. And I choose the themes almost a year ahead of time based on really nothing more than intuition, what I feel is going on in the world of online branding and marketing based from my work with my clients and my own work to promote my agency and my consulting. And so I've really sensed this kind of reset, refocus, which last year our web theme in 2022 was Rise. And it was really about all of that coming out of more than a year of kind of lockdown, semi-lockdown where people were really remote and everything was digital to trying to find our way again. What is the new normal? And now to realizing that maybe we don't want the old normal because we are different. And when we are different, everything around us tends to be different as well. And so what is the idea around metamorphosis? It's really about becoming the new version of yourself for your life and for your business. And so we spent a whole day with many, many gifted speakers in the room. But today I'm going to share a version of what I presented around taking this metamorphosis, who you want to be for this next phase of your life and your business, and sharing that with your community and the people that you want to serve. So again, we're calling this identity, influence, and impact. And it's really around how you balance timeless strategies with all the technology that's available. And so I started the presentation by saying, we have this vision when we start our business, right? And it's that we're going to bring our offer to the world and they're going to be interested in what we have to say. And there's going to be these raving fans who want to buy from us. We're going to build a team of people who love working with us And together, we're going to make this huge impact for our clients or customers. And I think that's pretty much what every entrepreneur envisions when they start out. But what happens is a little bit different. Am I right? There are more than 31 million entrepreneurs just in the United States. And as a result, a lot of times we feel like we're shouting into this abyss trying to get our message heard. We're chasing prospects who kind of disappear. Maybe they're dabbling. They don't know if they want to commit. 
And we're also at the same time trying to master all these algorithms from Instagram to Google. Maybe you're running Facebook ads. That's a whole other language. And so we're trying to do all this. And frankly, it's exhausting, right? Can you relate to this? I know I can. And so what I want to say is that while technology makes some things easier, it's actually adding to the pressure to do more than be more. And so we see it everywhere. There's a lot of big names in marketing that are actively telling us that we need to be omnipresent. We need to be on every social media channel multiple times a day. We need to be coming up with new offers all the time. And I think for a lot of entrepreneurs that have small teams, this is just really overwhelming and depressing because we can't keep up. And when we try, we're spending all our time and the marketing of our business, which is not the best way, believe it or not, to grow our business. The best way is actually to serve the clients that we have more deeply and to build through relationships. And so I want to represent this, I guess, counter position, because I believe that there will be in 2024 a little bit of a sea change. It may be more of a ripple change or a stream change, but I'm here for it. And I hope you are too, because I believe that what is really going to elevate your business in 2024 is less tech and more you. So let's talk about that a little bit. I would love for you right now, unless you're driving, please don't do this if you're driving, but if you are driving, maybe you want to pause and come back to this conversation because I'm going to share some questions that you can ask yourself to create your new framework. So it's identity, influence, impact. Step one is elevate your identity. So whether you have decided that you want to change your offer you want to change your business model. Maybe you want to go from being one-to-one and doing things for your clients to being one-to-many and teaching them how to do those things. Maybe you want to go from being one-to-many to doing high-level consulting work where you can work one-on-one with clients and get to know them and their businesses better. Maybe you want to reposition yourself. Any of those things, any evolution that you want for your business, this process will help you get there. So again, get a pen and paper and write down these three questions. The first one is, what crossroads or precipice are you facing? Where are you in your business? What do you love and want to keep? What do you want to change? The second question is, what are your gifts that you've never really shared because maybe they don't seem relevant, make a list of those no matter how unrelated or inconsequential they may seem. And then the third question is, what do you want to say or do that you haven't been? And so fear is usually the culprit for this third question. So for me, it always comes up really like to do more video. I know people really like to watch video, even if they're watching with the sound off. But I just really feel so much more comfortable doing audio. That's why I love my podcast. 
But if I want to step outside my comfort zone and get to that next level of elevating my own identity, I need to do more video. Now for you, it may be that you want to share opinions that you haven't shared before. What do you want to say or do that you've kept hidden, usually from fear? So one of the quotes that I shared that is kind of a personal mantra of mine that I started doing a couple of years ago is this. Our purpose requires us to play full out, right? We can't play small and be faithful to our purpose. We have to play big. So now I have four more questions for you to consider. So get those pens ready again. What change do you want to create either in your industry or your community? A lot of businesses aren't started from a place of passion and wanting to do something. They're actually started by wanting to remedy a situation or stand against something. Now, the change you want to create may not be drastic. It could be subtle. But what change do you want to create, either in your industry, something that you see that doesn't feel right to you, or maybe it's within your community? And then the next question is, what are you not willing to settle for, either for you or your clients? And so, okay, I'm going to share something. For me, the change that I want to create right now is getting people away from using AI to write their copy and content. And what I'm not willing to settle for, for me or the people that I work with, is this weight of technology being the solution for things when, in fact, sometimes technology can actually take you further away from a connection with the people that you most want to build relationships. So I'm not here for that. The third question is, what are you doing about what needs to change? And so I'm sharing on my Instagram, and we will be on Prospers as well. So if you're not following me on Instagram, I'm at Lorraine Sugart. You can find me pretty easily. I am sharing about why I think using AI to generate copy isn't a good idea and what I think you can do instead. So that's what I'm doing about what needs to be changed. What does that look like for you? And then the fourth question is, what words describe what you need to embrace or that next level leader that you want to be? What does that look like for you? And then I was at an event a couple of weeks before mine where my mentor repeated her own kind of mantra that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And so how do we create empathy? It's certainly not with ChatGPT or BARD or some of the other AI technologies. How do you really help the people that are following you or come into your website understand that you get them, right? So what are they struggling with right now? That may have changed for them just like it may have changed for you over the past year. And so if you don't know, one of the easiest ways is to have conversations with people, or if you have an email list, send out a survey, offer something in return. Maybe it's a drawing for a gift card or something and ask them, like, what are those pressing issues they're dealing with right now? And then when you get that information back, think about 
which of these issues that may have come up are you the person to help with? So they may share things that you're just not the right person to help them through that particular thing. Maybe you know someone who can, and that would be great to be a connector for your people. But what is that current struggle that you are qualified to be their guide through? Think about, were you in their shoes? Or do you just happen to have the skills and experience that, or both, that make you the best person to help them with this? And then, you know, I'm always talking about story and the power of storytelling. These answers should be given in the forms of short stories. So what stories and examples do you have to kind of back up your claim and also to demonstrate the compassion that you have for them? So then we move on to what is this looking like for you? So is this an opportunity to serve them more deeply? Are you going to take a course, for example, and turn it into a program? Are you going to take maybe a done-for-you service and actually reposition it in a way where somebody can learn what you're doing with them and maybe do it for themselves the next time? There are unlimited possibilities for what this could look like, but think about it. Are you taking on a new position? Are you serving more deeply? What does that look like? And again, why you? So why this thing, this change that you're making? Why are you the best person to do this? And then helping people again with that compassion and understanding. Why does this matter to them? Okay, so that's the identity piece. I hope you wrote down all those questions. I hope you'll spend some time on them. Now we're going to move into the influence phase. You have to be seen in order for people to understand how you can help them. However, being seen isn't the only thing that you need to consider, right? So visibility without strategy is just noise. And nobody's here for that. We don't need to be omnipresent. We need to understand where ideal clients and customers are and show up for them there. So what we want to do here, and this is what I teach a lot with my clients that have been in the limited number of programs that I have created, is that we want to move from me to we. And and there's two parts to this. So for visibility, for influence, think about moving from the me to we. And so what you want to do is build your influence around your connections and the relationships that you have with them. So who do you know that already serves your ideal client? Maybe it's a referral partner. Maybe it's someone who has a similar category of service, but their area of expertise is very different. We call these in one of my networking groups, power teams. Think about the power teams that you can form, where you can collectively share things together, pollinate each other's audience, and actively refer to each other. That is one of the best and fastest ways to grow your business because 
you're borrowing other people's authority. Now, I did a whole podcast on borrowing other people's authority, and you can go back and find that. But what it means is instead of you having to go from a cold audience to getting them to learn about you, to understand everything, you're going to a warm audience because the person who is recommending you or inviting you to speak already has the know, like, and trust of that particular audience. And so when you go to those warm audiences, you are much more likely to get potential clients into your services. You're much more likely for people to come and want to work with you. The same is true for media. So my background's in public relations. I've done a lot of PR, which is more than media relations. But for the sake of argument, let's just talk about that for a second. You can show up in your prospect's favorite places and fast track your visibility and growth with your unique message. So that looks like getting on other people's podcasts. That looks like speaking on stages, like a lot of people did last week. I had 12 women who spoke from my summit stage and built their audiences. It also means working with local or national media to tell your story. This is really powerful because if you're getting into the media and in front of the audiences that your prospects are already following, Again, you're going to fast track your visibility and growth and your influence. So visibility, influence, growth. You've got to be visible to get the influence and you have to have influence before people decide that they want to work with you. All right. The last category is impact. And so not enough entrepreneurs talk about impact. Now, I'm here to impact the world and the bottom line. I want to help my clients do the same thing. I talk about impact. And here's what you need to know. Income follows impact. Getting consistent results for your clients and sharing your results helps you create a legacy of impact. And people want to work with people that get results. What does that look like for you? I have a client I've been working with for several years We're just about to get a case study done. They resisted for a long time for reasons I won't even get into here. Some were understandable, but in the long run, you need case studies, you need testimonials. You need to be able to show without you just saying it, that you helped other people get the results that your prospects are looking to get. The other thing that helps you do by creating and sharing that impact is building thought leadership. So thought leadership is another thing. I think I've done at least three podcast episodes on that. And please go back and listen to those if you haven't heard them before. So my working definition of a thought leader is an individual or organization whose prospects, clients, partners, and even competitors recognize them as a leading go-to authority in their field. Thought leadership is built on credibility, expertise, experience, insight, and intellectual influence. 
So to be a thought leader, you have to have positions that are contrary to the current paradigm in your market. They have to be different. You have to stand out, but don't go pick an opposite position, obviously, just to stand out. Look at your industry or look at your community. What is that unmet need? Where are other experts leading people that you disagree with? And then how do you demonstrate your credibility through the impact that you've already made? That's what's going to build your business. And very little of this has to do with technology. Yes, you have to be on social media, but you don't have to be on every platform. What platforms are your clients on? Find out. What media do they follow? Find out. The simple things that you can do right now to build your identity, influence, and impact is starting a weekly show. And this can be a podcast like The Prosper Project. It could be on YouTube. It could be anywhere you want that is strategy focused. What I see so many people doing wrong is they start these shows and they're basically how-to. Yes, everyone that wants to learn how to do something is going to go to YouTube. But if that's all you're sharing is how-to content information, that's a dime a dozen. That doesn't make you the go-to authority. It may make you the go-to when they're learning how to do something in the moment, but you need to build thought leadership. You have to build influence to keep your prospects interested and coming to you and willing to pay money for what you offer. So a weekly show that is strategy focused wherever you want it to be. Consider writing a blog and or a newsletter. Both are making big comebacks. Blogs are great for SEO. Newsletters are great because if people know that you're sharing valuable content that they can't get anywhere else, they will become and remain a subscriber. You can also write for other publications. There's a lot that goes into that, but it's something you can do. You can pitch yourself as a writer to other publications. You can write blogs for other websites. You can write a book. So we have several people in the room last week that have a book in progress. And a book is a great way to build thought leadership. And then the last way is to teach your methodologies to others. Like I do often on this podcast, today is a good example of that. Think about what that looks like for you and start with one and get really confident in it and then move on to something else. So this pretty much concludes my conversation around identity impact and influence and how it can help you impact the world and the bottom line. And so in conclusion, what I want to say is that while technology has an undeniably important role in marketing your business and you, it should not be the shiny object driving your efforts. Your relationships that you can make with people the information, the influence, the thought leadership, being their trusted guide is what is going to grow your business. So here's to you. I hope that you found this episode of value. If you did, will you do me a favor? Will you leave me a review if you haven't already? And will you share this episode 
with someone else who would like to feel better and more confident in marketing their business. Thank you so much. And I'll see you on the next episode of The Prosper Project. At Prosper for Purpose, we have a team of strategists and storytellers who are experienced marketers, accredited PR counselors, and published writers with an average of 16 years of experience. To find out what we can do for you, email connect at prosperforpurpose.com and put free consult in the subject line. Someone from our team will respond within 24 hours.